0: Welcome to the Magic on the Inside podcast by the Sisters Enchanted, where we chat magic, hot topics, personal development, and good old fashioned life. Brew up something delicious and sit with us for a spell. Hey there, and welcome to this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast. This season, we're chatting tarot all season long. And today, we are walking through the minor arcana and looking at the fives and the sixes. So grab a pen and paper, take some notes, and enjoy. Hi, Anna. Hi, Sarah. So it's time for the fives and the sixes. Very exciting. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, so Emma and I are recording this day with, like, a different atmosphere. So we apologize if the audio is a little weird. We're going to do our best. <laughs> it's a little wonky. But the show must go on. Um, so last week we talked about the threes and the fours. And we saw this shift coming to building up to the fives. Um, with the wands and the swords, we were mentioning that everything seems like really hunky-dory there. Things are good. Uh, like, <laughs> it Anna's cell phone. Um, no negative uh, energies or surprising energies, anything like that. And then in the pentacles and, and the cups, so we start to see this, this feeling of like, hmm, things might not be as they seem and I might be holding on to some tension, sort of. And this builds up to the fives where we see the conflict in the cups and the pentacles and in the swords and the wands. We might be a little surprised by how this is played out. So let's start with the wands and the swords, Anna. Those are our more masculine suits, air and fire. Mm-hmm. or phallic symbols. Anna's was like, what am I talking about? Just playing with <laughs> cards. has cards in front of her. <laughs> and she's wrote, Just moving them around. <laughs> Alright, so we're at the fives. Yes. Um fives of wands, fives of swords. Uh yeah, you want, anyway, let's do swords. Swords first. Swords first. Okay. So with the five of swords, we have this traditional imagery typically of somebody who has It's kind of a dreary backdrop. It's somebody sitting, not sitting, standing, looking at you, the viewer of the cards, um, with swords in hand, and behind him are a couple people looking down, looking a little bit woeful and weary and dreary. Sarah's being very distracting. (laughs) Uh, But you get this idea that the person in the front has definitely some kind of victory Um, but that it's gloomy it's it's gray it's maybe raining the water looks a little bit not so settled um and that this person is looking back being like like i achieved something but at what cost you Mm -hmm. know like who did i hurt to get to where i am right now and because it's your swords and your thoughts your swords your thoughts your thoughts your words um communication is communication. Sometimes it might be like, okay, like you had a disagreement with somebody and or somebody was really upsetting you and you had words with them, but then after you had words and you felt relieved that you had those words, that you walked away and maybe realized you realized you've said things yourself that you weren't proud of to get your point across. And it's like, yeah, you defended yourself, but maybe you also I'm going to use the phrase like stooped down maybe a little bit in order to get your point across when maybe you should have uh, dealt with the situation with a little bit more compassion or empathy. Um, And so, yeah, you got your point across. Yeah, you said what you needed to say, but at what cost? Like did you undo justice to yourself by being overly angry and not choosing your words wisely um, or something like that? So you get that idea that, yes, this person has achieved something, but, Again, at what cost? Yeah. So I love um, this, what Anna's saying about this and that there's victory there, but it's kind of like when you, you know, maybe you're, you won in like not such a nice way or like, yeah, you were victorious, but you really hurt somebody else or made somebody else feel badly. And um, so is it really a victory? It's like questioning of this victory. And I think that coming off of the fours, the the swords telling you to lay down your swords and, and, you yeah, need and to take a breath, and then you find yourself at this position of conflict. And the fives are this turning point for us. This is what what kind of sets the tone for everything else that happens. And I, I like to say that at the fives, what you determine here at the fives, how you react, will determine whether you kind of go back to the beginning and mm-hmm. you have to relearn this lesson, work your way through, or if you continue on. Um, through through the end, and you, you proceed and you get wiser here. Um, but I do love that idea of with the five of swords, it's conflict, but it's a lot of internal conflict there. Right. Mm-hmm. Now. Like, what did what did I, what negativity did I bring to this situation, to the world, to myself, so that I could be victorious right now? Because that's never a good thing. Um, the five of wands, uh, that's like my, it's like a favorite tarot meme, the five of wands. Yes. Are they building a tent or are they fighting? <laughs> we will never know. Yeah, for me, um, the crowd that we're looking at in front of us does not look very particularly five like, wandsies. But typically, yeah, you have all these people that kind of have like wands kind of against each other. Um, but they're they're only in contact with the wands. Like it's not like a in contact with the physical body of the people. So like somebody's not getting hit with a wand. It's just like the wand in contact with other wands. Um, So you get this idea because you have wands being like energy, it's passion, it's creativity, it's motivation, it's movement. And um, with that, it always makes me feel that this is more of like an energetic barrier than an actual conflict. So with the Five of Swords, there's an actual probably verbal conflict or something that happened that didn't sit right with you afterwards. Um, or if I, or back to the five of swords, you know, or were you the person that was wounded and somebody else walked away winning, you know what I mean? With the five of wands, it's more like there are barriers in your way of like, if you're trying to do a project done or trying to get a project done and like one person isn't pulling their weight on the project, you know, that's like an energetic barrier that you can't keep moving forward, even though somebody else might be working, but they're making it hard to do your job. Um, so for me, that's just more of an energetic barrier. Like I, like I was, um, I usually say that five of wands is like two magnets that you're trying to force together, but they won't. So they're just more or less like living in each other's energetic field, but they won't yeah. come together. But that's kind of what it is. Um, and it can be like with another person, but it's not an actual like physical conflict. It's more of just like a standoff where like you're having a hard time coming together, um, to finish the common goal. I think that that can be with yourself as well, because wands is the suit of fire. So it's passion, it's creativity, it's moving forward, taking action. Um, and when we aren't in alignment with what it is that we're doing, we can be like, but I'm doing all this stuff, I'm doing all this stuff, and making no traction, nothing's happening. And it can feel very much like you're in a battle. So if you are taking action, you're fueled by all this passion, but it's not the right passion, or you're passionate about the wrong aspect, or you're not inviting in Creativity in the best way for you. It can feel like that, just locking sticks together, and like the tent is never coming. So, if we're looking right. at, at that silly tarot meme where they're trying to build this tent or they're fighting, who really knows? You know, it's it can be that internal battle where you're like, I have all the pieces, I'm doing all the things, and it's not freaking cooking. Right. Or people are putting their tent posts in at like the wrong side, or something connect their tent posts right so when you try to put it up it still falls down but everybody thinks that they've done it right like everybody yeah. knows how to put up a tent everybody's like i put up a tent in <laughs> my life i can put this up and then like, like 10 no, people later it. no one's got it and you're yeah. still trying to put the tent up yeah for it. um so yeah we can see here with these two suits um and the, the wands and the swords fire and air here how it can be very much external conflict but it can also be very internal sort of thing and what i love about these is that they can, they both speak to external things that are happening that likely have internal roots, Right. as so much does. But because these are both more action sort of cards, you can see in the traditional Rider weight anyway, which is what we are speaking to in this podcast, you can see the action that's been taken, um, but they have these internal roots that you may or may not be facing. Right. Um, onwards to our cups and our pentacles. So which one... A uh, pentacle, the three of Pentacles. So the five of Pentacles <laughs> is another kind of like dreary card. It uh, typically, uh, as we're talking to the rider weight um, Smith deck there, um it is a couple people that are outside, you know, dressed. Not well for the weather. A lot of times it's snowing actually in this cartoon, or it gives the appearance of it being cold or wet yeah, and cold, like very treacherous. Um, and that these people also look a little bit worse for the wear. Like sometimes they're bandaged, sometimes they have like a walking stick or something because they're struggling to to make it through. And um, you oftentimes see that in the background there's a stained glass window that has light coming through it, um, and that that's typically is reminiscent of, like, a, a, um, a church. church. Uh, What's interesting, I'm looking at the Darkness of Light Tarot today, too, and there are lights, like, lit it, like, light up, lit up windows. There are lit up windows um, and an open door, but it's a glowing open door light. And it's a dog that's out in the cold that is realizing the lights are on and the door is open. Um, And it's just like a regular farmhouse or something. But the idea of this card is saying that, you know, there are always places that you can go to for help. If you're feeling like you don't have enough, if you're feeling like you're alone and you're not supported, there are always places to go, like a church should be, you know, like you should be able to go to a church if you're cold and hungry and you should be able to go in there Mm -hmm. and get warm and maybe even get something to eat. Um, but there's always help for those that look for help or are willing to ask for it. Um, and that's the thing with the five of Pentacles, because you go through this, getting the idea with the Pentacles and working together towards a common goal to make something. And then from there, you know, realizing that you have to hold on to what you think is yours, um, trying to hold on to your material wealth. When you get to the five, it's like, all of a sudden you're feeling like you don't have enough, you know, you don't have enough to put food on the table or you don't have enough buy something that you really want um and it's a card too that tells you to be grateful for what you do have you know like you do maybe still have a roof over your head and maybe you weren't able to buy you know steak and potatoes this week for dinner but you were able to buy a box of spaghetti and sauce which maybe is not what you wanted but it's still great and you're still putting food on the table so it's also a call to saying that like you have to be grateful for what you already have and not to mourn what you can't get but also, if you are feeling like there's not enough, that there are always places that you can go to to ask for help yeah. um, where you can be taken care of. Yeah, um, and I think that what we are speaking to with the swords and the wands, the pentacles, it is... You know, we're seeing conflict, but it's, the conflict that we're seeing doesn't appear like in the swords and the wands to be like a generated conflict between people. This looks like somebody who has re- like been on the receiving end of a conflict, right? Mm-hmm. And so we see it flipped here a little bit where it's our, it must be then our internal desire to get ourselves out of conflict. Where with the swords and the wands, we see very clearly that a conflict has taken place. Um, And that the person in the card is participated in that conflict and it's in their internal dialogue that has to decide, you know, what am I doing to cause this conflict? And while that is applicable to every situation ever, when we look at the imagery and we look at the pentacles and the cups, which we'll get to next, we don't see the conflict that occurred. So we don't know, like, was this person on the receiving end? Were they on the giving end? And it doesn't matter um, what matters is that they change their perspective on the situation uh, where we need to be more introspective. Like, what did I bring to this with the Swords and Wands? Cups and Pentacles is more like, what? how can I change my perspective on this and move forward and past it? Um, so speaking of cups, the Five of Cups, it's our Spilled Cups card. Our spilled Cups card. So in the Five of Cups, you see somebody who has knocked over three cups. And yeah. there's liquid all over the ground and they're mourning the loss of this emotional don't cry over spill milk yeah people it's like the worst thing that like you or know when kids like knock over something and then like for a minute you're mad like oh, I can't believe you spilled something but then at the end of the day you're like it's, it's just, just a spill, a spill. Yeah. um unless it's a smoothie which <laughs> <laughs> not as easy no, to pick <laughs> <in>, like the, <laughs> the can smoothie um, yeah. my car and I'm like, oh, oh well, it's never coming going yes. Yeah. State liquid banana. Yeah. Oh no, we had one fall on the bottom one day, and then splashed up, and then for like months afterwards, I would find like a splash oh, of smoothie like gosh. somewhere, and I was yeah. like. What's well, even happening. Probably oh, a smoothie. So, yeah, if it's a smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> then it's warm, warm a little yeah. bit. Um, but you get this idea that this person is dwelling on something that's lost when they still have a whole lot to, again, be thankful for. So it's kind of reminiscent even a little bit of that Five of Coins card and the fact that, like, what are you not seeing that is still available to you to help you right now. Um, So this person is sad that these three cups have, like, fallen over. You know, maybe uh, they had a friend or three (laughs) that they have fallen out with, but they still have two really good friends that are able to support them just as much, if not more, than the people who bowed out. You know what I mean? So it's talking about how you have other things to to fulfill you Uh and not to dwell on the things that you've lost that have hurt you, but to to make sure that you take advantage of the things that you still have that are there to support you. There's so many opportunities for gratitude, to feel abundant. And this is a big thing if you're a person that practices any kind of law of attraction, abundance-attracting things. Mm-hmm. You know, when we focus on those those things that we lost, those spilled cups, like that's just what we, oh, that's what we get more of. That's right. what we see. If we don't see. It's, there's this story of like when people go on vacation, they're like, I don't go on vacation because every time I go, it rains. Well, it's, like, highly unlikely that it rains every day, every single time you go on vacation. Yeah. What you're remembering is that, like, you had two rainstorms each time you were at the beach, but you're not recalling the fact that you had sunny evenings right. and that you were able to beach the last day. And, you know, right. and so that's what we see and, and that's what we focus on. you know how on. much fun it is for it to rain on the beach? So, not only, like, best, like, vacation beach days were rainy beach days. Yeah. Being, like, out on low tide when it's raining. Yeah, being yeah. thankful and looking to the little things. Um, you're you're reminding me too, and it's a little off target, off track, but we we're talking about how like, you know, with the suits they show you a progression of a story. Yeah. And to to you know, that your your actions have reactions and stuff like that. And we we're talking about uh the cups and the pentacles, about how you're kind of watching your choices. I mean it's like this with all of them, but Um, I wanted to touch base a little bit, too, on the the four of pentacles again, about that, like, miserly card, about somebody holding on to something too tightly. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we often just think of pentacles and we think, like, actual, like, monetary dollars. But it can also be, like, your home or your belongings. Or you can even be so attached to, like, a relationship or something that they become almost material-esque to you yep. so you can also look at like the what like in the progression from the four of pentacles to the um <laughs> to the five of pentacles i'm like what did you hold on to too tightly that when it got taken from you or got removed from your life that now you feel left out and you're sad and you're mourning about like what do you feel alone about was it a relationship was it staying in a house with somebody that you didn't want to live with anymore and then when they were when they actually moved out their stuff you felt alone you know, there's a lot of ways to look at this, and just because it's Pentacles and that's monetary, that doesn't that doesn't mean that there's not an emotion attached to it. And that's what I think. Like looking at the progression, when we look back at the fours of the Pentacles and the Cups, mm-hmm. and we sort of see we have this like um, everything starts the same. Presented an opportunity, we right. see with Aces, we see choices, decisions with the Twos, Threes tend to be like. Um, uh coming together with people or like again in wands it is another choice you have to make um but it's still opportunity there's opportunity in the threes and then we get to the fours and things sort of start to shift in the pentacles and the cups we see that you know we're to like question what's happening around us um am i giving away too many of my resources uh like Um, you know, like we just, we start to see this shift from like all perception change. Yeah. It's starting to slowly move. And then at the fives, you're really called. You're like, are you going to shift perspective here? And then when we look at the cups and the pentacles, and we'll get into this, um, you know, late as we keep going through the suits, but Things start, we see ourselves like really growing and moving and changing as people as we move through and our circumstances, changing on the latter side of this conflict. So the fives are always this tipping point. Um, but here, if we don't change our perspective, we go right back to the beginning and we live the same story where we're like, okay, well, you know, we find momentary happiness and then we find ourselves questioning it again. And then we're right back here with this internal sort of um, call and conflict, like, you know, I have to change my perspective or we never get to actually grow and experience new things. And with the swords and the wands, you know, kind of comes out of nowhere a little bit because we have this happiness or we have this restful period before. And then at these fives, it's just like, but bam, you busted out (laughs) into a conflict. And like, how are you going to allow that to shake up your world, your relationships, but it's never, its like Anna was saying, with pentacles, it's never just money. Like, material go runs deep. And with mm-hmm. cups, it's never just emotions. Um, you know, it could be physical things you've lost that have turned to emotion. Right. And with the wands, it's never just conflict. It's never just, it's, it's like. It's not just a creative project. It can be a relationship. Like, relationships can be fueled in fire and lust and passion and love um and the same thing with the swords you know they can yeah. they can talk to you having like an actual conflict with a loved one they can talk about business matters and just like talking you know mm-hmm. communicating um but they all can touch on a little bit of something else yeah and i think when we put all these and that's when like really if you're pulling a single card you know i think just like look at the first thought that comes up for you but if you're doing a in-depth reading or you have more than one card together it becomes really important to start to add these pieces of the puzzle and paint the picture, like, you know, what layer, if you have a bunch of cups cards, and mm-hmm. then you have this five of wands, then, you know, that might speak to, like, emotional conflict, because right. you have this heavy cups essence going, and really learning tarot, and starting to learn to put it together. Um, that's why we love talking about storytelling, because once you see these pieces of the story, and then you see, like, how heavy the characters in the story are, how um, much they're represented, we can really start to use our intuition and be like, this is what this story is telling me, which makes reading so super powerful. So, yeah, this was longer than I thought with the fives. I think we should just cut this one today at the fives and we'll do the sixes. I think that's which makes sense because the fives are such crucial. Like I said, they're that turning point. Um, I said this, I think, in the last episode, but when you learn like writing and stories and literature in school, I think back to high school and college, we have that, what was that called? Like that, it was that flow chart sort of, it has a name and you would think I would know because I am a technically trained English teacher. There's that, (laughs) like, you know, it's the peak events, the climatic event, you get the, you hear the stories, the scene, like the conflict, and then there's the the climatic event and then the resolution. And after the fives, it's like, you know, how we're growing, what changes we're making, what needs to be done now to get to the resolution. It's like your first actual time of real, like, non-stability. Yeah. You know, it's like, like, threes aren't always, like, like in in theory not the most, like, stable number, but they they are, you know, and then fives become this number that just... Wants to kind of move around and not have sure-footedness. And it's the first time that, like, you're off on your two feet and you've been living life. And then all of a sudden, you have a loss. You have you know, energetic barriers, you have had to maybe defend yourself, and I felt really badly about how you spoke for yourself, you've maybe lost, you know, some acquaintances and friends along the way, and felt really alone, and this is the time that you have to turn your thought process into, and to see what's still around, and what you can do next to be better than the choices, or the actions that have brought you to this point. Yeah, and the wheel of life continues to spin. Indeed. And spin and spin. All right. Well then yeah, we're gonna end it here and we'll do we'll jump into the sixes next time. The sixes are all of them. They're all good. Everything's good. Yay, sixes. All so, right. Okay. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we shall chat about that. All right. Thanks, Anna. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast, where we are chatting tarot all season long. If you love what you listen to, be sure to recommend this to a friend, send them the link and hook them up with this podcast so they can listen in as well. And we will see you in the next episode. Be sure to follow us at thesistersenchanted.com or on social media. Find us at the Sisters Enchanted. We'll talk to you soon.